Hello, Not About Us listeners. Hello, Brad. <laughs> well, you guys are talking back now. Wow. <laughs> uh, today is March 12th, 2021, and we are sitting down for a conversation podcast. Um, as always, this is Brad. And this is Scott. And this is Not About Us. Welcome back, Scott, to the next conversation. Um, Thank you for having me again. <laughs> well, you are kind of a part of this thing, I, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, before we get into all the stuff that I'm sure that's going to come to us, because like usual, I'm grossly unprepared, and so the Spirit will definitely have to help me out, which is good, because I don't want this to be about Brad. I want it to be about who it should be about. Amen. But uh, let's get that... Let's get that started off on the right foot then. Would you mind giving us a, a prayer and invite who this is about in with us today? Hallelujah. Absolutely. Deuteronomy 4.2 says, You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish from it, that you may keep the commandments of Yahweh your Elohim which I command you. Yahweh God, we just pray that we honor that today and we do not add anything that to, to that which you have given us. Absolutely. God, we also don't want to subtract anything. We don't want to leave anything out that needs to be said, whether it be offensive, whether it be considered horrific by society at large. We want your perfect word to come through. Hallelujah. So Yahweh, again, once again, we pray as as. We always try to remember to pray, you be magnified, let us be diminished, you be lifted up, glorify yourself, Yahweh, Yes. your word, your holy word, Yeshua, Holy Spirit, you come through, Yahweh God, in all that we do, may anything that lifts Brad and I up unintentionally just die a quick death. And Yahweh, you be glorified in in all of our lives. But right now, in this podcast, thank you. Thank Amen. You. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for that, Scott. Yeah, that's that's the truth of it right there. Less of us and and more about who this should really be about. And and something that I always think about, it's pretty awesome responsibility not to add anything. But you just made me think realize something. I don't focus as much on the don't subtract anything part. I'm always very concerned about not yeah. adding my own spin on something um, that's not biblically true. But I don't really think about the 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 part. But we should. I mean, sometimes harsh truths are going to offend, and yes, and I think sometimes we get scared away from offending because you know we're just normal human beings we don't want to we don't want to offend right. anyone but i can't speak for everyone but for myself you know i grew up very very timid and i was a uh there, there's a petra song called an old petra song called chameleon yeah. uh you you blend with your surroundings 
And, and that was me for a while. It was just, I just don't want anyone to, to bother me, to hurt me. Just, uh, I just want to live my life quietly. Just please stay away. And God had to teach me. That's, that's not what I want from you. Uh, you, you are to offend because truth offends. Uh, Jesus said, I, I have come to offend. Yeah. And, you know, modern society says, oh, that's horrible. That's a terrible thing. But the truth always offends. And it's, it's always, it's going to offend someone. It, it offends all of us when we're not there because, you know, it, truth says you're not all that. And <laughs> we, we want to be all that. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's really hard for us to be humble. You ask any person, are you a good person? And we all, we all proclaim our own goodness. Scripture even says that. Um, I was very much like that when I was younger. I have I have said many times, I thank God for making me shy when I was younger because I had I had every opportunity. I had no I had no boundaries set on me. I had I had very little parental guidance. I had every opportunity to really screw things up if I wanted to. I could have been out there uh, doing whatever I wanted and a lot of the reasons I didn't was because I was shy. Yeah. I didn't want to go out and, and, and I wasn't introvert. I wanted to be more internal. There might have been some things you wanted to do, but you were too embarrassed. Too embarrassed. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't want to explain about my home situation because I was embarrassed about it. I didn't want to, I didn't, uh, I, I was just usually very scared to actually go be part of a group because um, I put a lot of pressure on myself um, to, to be something I wasn't. And, mm-hmm. and I, sometimes I, I do, I thank God that during that time in my life, thank you for making me shy. Cause I could have really screwed some things up, mm-hmm. but there does come a point where you, you can't just keep, you can't just keep using that as an excuse. There comes a point where you have to make, you, you have to make a line and say, no, I can't be shy about this. I have to say something. Uh, these podcasts, as we've mentioned before, um, are actually a little uncomfortable for me sometimes because this is not <laughs> this is not what I want to uh, not, not necessarily what I want to be doing. I do want to be doing this actually, but it's not what I'm comfortable doing. Yeah, um, not by any means. But there comes a time where. You cannot be shy anymore. There's something very important. There's a message that must be shared. And uh, the message of Yahweh, of Yeshua, of the Spirit, it must be shared because it is mm-hmm. important and awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I've uh, I've mentioned this before. I, I've often struggled in my life with uh, what is being shy and being a coward versus what is wisdom. You know, because God doesn't want you to just go out into the streets and yell constantly uh, for people to come to Jesus and all that kind of thing. Sometimes he wants you to hide in your prayer closet and just be with him mm-hmm. and just tell the world to go away. Sometimes, you know, he wants us to march. Sometimes he wants us to camp. Sometimes he wants us to fight. And when we're not in his will, we're doing things incorrectly. We're fighting when we should be camping and vice versa. I sometimes get caught up that I'm doing something in the physical when I should be doing something in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, yeah. You it's really, been difficult for me. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. 
Um, real quick, I just want to mention something. We're trying something new with our microphone for this yeah. conversation. So um, until I <laughs> – we've tested it a little bit, but until I actually really look into editing this uh, episode of the podcast, I'm not sure what it's going to be like. Right. Um, from what I can tell right now, just looking at my computer and how the wavelengths are working on the uh, program we use, it looks great. Um, but I just want to throw a disclaimer out there if we sound a little different or, or anything like that. And the reason is because we, we are very, <laughs> we're just, we're just two amateurs, uh, just trying to figure out what works best. We've had, um, a few guest stars now, three and, during the last conversation, the way we used our microphones, um, they it just it really did create quite an echo effect. And so I'm just trying my best for this conversation to figure out what works best. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right. So uh, as far as the conversation bit goes, anything you wanted to throw out, Brad, or... Um, we'll do... Let's do a real quick uh, podcast business. Um I have, for this last week, uh, a little more than a week, I've been really, uh, really been putting some effort into trying to help the podcast grow. Um, as always, God will bring who uh, who he, he needs to bring to us to listen to this podcast. Um, but that being said, I don't want to use that as an excuse to just be lazy and say, okay, well, God's got it. Because right. there are things that um, he might be wanting me to do, too. And I really felt like he was really putting it on my heart that uh, uh, that I need to really focus on trying to grow this. Because I have, I have certain skills that I'm pretty good with. So uh, I think he's telling me I need to use them and I need to try to make this grow. So that being said, one of the new things that we have is a new logo. Uh, I use an actual nice program. Um, to try to stylize our new logo. Um, that's on Facebook, and I have promoted it, and it's been getting a good amount of likes, which is cool. Um, and not just from people I know, like <laughs> actual, yeah. not just family and friends, like actual uh, um, people are starting to pick up on that. I know. It's always like, we got a like, and quietly you're going, that's probably my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my 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 mother-in-law and my wife are usually the first two likes on anything I do. So those first two likes, I'm just like, yay! But if I get a third one, whoa! <laughs> you know, the third one is always the more exciting one because I, I I can confidently say that's probably not mother-in-law or or my wife. Not that I don't appreciate their support, but but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I do I do want to try to. Uh, I mean, the whole point of this was just to show people that we can. Uh, these two bumbling idiots here, they can do this. So, there's so you can too. There's absolutely yeah. no reason why uh, you can. Uh, you, you you could not. Um, I want you to have a relationship with God. I want you to chase because I, I do see in my own life the benefits and, and, and the amazing things that have happened. And I know it's worth it. And, and so that's what that's all about. But uh, um, on that note, I've also been doing little creating little small movies and then um, incorporating them to our podcast audio and posting those on YouTube. So we're starting to get uh, a YouTube presence going as well. Um, so if you're listening to this, um, you might want to head over to YouTube. Uh, if you Or by wanna... this time, you might already be listening <laughs> to it on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I have 
I have a good majority of our, I have all the revelation studies up to the one I have not ed- quite edited yet. I have a good portion of the Genesis ones and I have all the conversations from this year um, on there with uh, little movies. So um, I hope that's, I hope the listeners uh, find those like those. Um, and, and if you do like them, maybe go ahead and hit the like button. And always, I would love to start interacting. Um, I don't want this to be about us. I want to, I want to reach people if we can. And, and so I would love it if you used any of those, our own website, Facebook, YouTube, um, use any of those to, to communicate with us. Um, and then I'm going to tease it a little bit. We've got something different than our normal podcasts coming up. Hopefully here very, very soon once I get it all edited, but I'm really excited about it. And that's going to be a big thing on YouTube, I think. So, uh, you know, I, the silly thing is I'm involved in this. I've, I've been a part <laughs> of it. And, and you said that and my brain went, what, what, what is that? What, what do you, what could, what, what is coming? What, what, and, oh, and it took me a second to go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Surprise, Scott. I've been doing some stuff. <laughs> No, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, that's podcast, podcast business. Just wanted to share what's going on with that now. Um, Scott, if you have something that you want to yeah. dive into. Um, just, I guess I'd like to, uh, if you listened to the last podcast, you know that I took off on a little bit of a rant there about the whole COVID vaccine situation. And I wanted to stop and just clarify a few things. Uh, now that all came out kind of the, the emotion and the frustration of what's been going on kind of came out and I'm not going to retract it or apologize for it. Cause even if I messed up, Hey, I want this to be legitimate. Uh, if everyone says, you know, Oh, Scott, I think you blew it. That's okay. I'm human. I, I can live with that. What I appreciated uh, about that was we saw kind of a candid moment with you uh, expressing your feelings about having to make these appointments for other people mm-hmm. uh, to get the vaccine and what that was really doing for you. So uh, you said it was a rant, but um, I just, I appreciated the candid, honest. Yeah. Uh, of what you were trying to, what you were trying to say. It wasn't even so much that, yes, we believe vac- the vaccine is, is, is not good. We, we, we can list all the reasons why. But in that moment, I appreciated the fact that um, um, the, the struggle that you were having, mm-hmm. and I respected that, and and I, I had to openly uh, admit I did your job, you know, up till about seven months ago uh, when I changed uh, careers. I'm no longer in healthcare, but I got to thinking, man, if I was still in that position, I'd be doing the same thing and mm-hmm. I could totally totally understand what you were going through um, and so anyway that was yes there was a rant to it but I personally appreciated that and 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 you made me think too also about what would that be like and and how hard would it be to deal with yeah. that so and you're right thank you for bringing that up that that it was it was intended to be honest I never if 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 anything, I never want to come across as dishonest. I want to be totally legitimate. I don't want to be hiding anything. But it kind of just spilled out. <laughs> and 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 again, I'm not retracting it. It was honest emotion in the situation. But I want to clarify a few things about that that might have come across as, as 
funky or wrong in any way. And one of the things is I do not believe I, – I don't want to treat it as a uh, – I am making the official statement that all Christians should not get the vaccine because God says absolutely not. It's an evil thing. It is written in the book of Second Opinions, you know, <laughs> chapter 3, verse 29, you know, uh, and lo and behold, when the vaccine comes out, it should be rejected, or I, God, will smir- smite you, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't want to treat it like that. Uh, I, I do believe this is an evil, satanic thing, in the same sense that, you know, any robbery or theft or, or malicious plan of the enemy is, is an evil thing. But I specifically want to declare, I, cause, cause I've seen a lot of people go this way. I don't believe that this, this vaccine right here that we have is the mark of the beast. I've seen a lot of people going that direction. I, I don't believe it is. I, if we find out in the end times that, yeah, this is it. This is where we're heading. I, you know, I can't say I'd be totally shocked, but, I do believe that it's leading us down that road. I do believe that it's it's heading there. And one of the reasons I say I will not take the vaccine, and I want to distinguish that between, I am not saying as a Christian, as a believer in Jesus Christ, I believe it is against God's holy word to take this vaccine. That's not where I'm coming from. Where I'm coming from is I see a plot. I see evil intent behind this. Uh, just a few pieces of evidence that I'm getting this from is, well, and I say pieces of evidence, a lot of this you get a take with a grain of salt, you might disagree with me, and that's okay. One, I do believe this is the COVID situation from its beginning is an invented thing. I do believe it was created in the lab. I do believe it serves a purpose. I do believe uh, it was designed with malevolent intent behind it. Exactly what that malevolent intent is, I'm not going to get into here because I don't have all the answers. Uh, I believe that Dr. Fauci, among others, is behind it. I have seen... Wit, I have seen uh, witnesses who've said they have come out with evidence, uh, many cases. Just like, what's that movie? Uh, who's the doctor who came up with the, uh, the, the, oh my gosh, I can't think of it now. The brain disorder, the NFL has been going through the, uh, the concussion, the concussion syndrome. I can't that, remember his name, but, but yes. But I, that, yeah, there's a movie about that guy. Uh, and I can't think of his name. Oh, sorry. This just came to my head. I haven't prepared for this. But yeah, Brad's looking it up now. We'll we'll have an answer. <laughs> Probably everyone listening is screaming. It's this guy. <laughs> but uh, I remember listening to a to a discussion with him where he came up with this this concussion syndrome that that he'd cre- he'd found this evidence for uh, Bennett Omalu. Thank you, thank you, Doctor CTE Doctor Bennett Omalu, uh, and he. He came up with the evidence for this and he came to the NFL thinking that they would uh, be happy about this. They'd be thankful that someone had this evidence. They'd be thankful that now that they had this knowledge, 
uh, they'd be able to do something about it and they could, they could work with it. And he was so stunned when they shut him down and they threatened him and they attacked him and they tried to discredit him. And I've heard so many witnesses. The same type of thing happened. They came up with legitimate solutions for COVID. They came up with all of these options. They can, even before COVID happened, they, they understood the dangers of this testing that was going on uh, about the coronavirus and they expressed their opinions and Fauci himself threatened them, shut them down, uh, threatened them with jail, threatened them with, you know, discrediting them. How many doctors have put their reputations on the line and their the 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 board the medical board is pulling their licenses because they're doing the right thing by their patients and they're being shut down uh for it they're they're coming up with uh legitimate solutions to the covid situation and they're being completely shut down why is that happening that's another point of evidence uh the simple fact is no coronavirus vaccine in history, including the ones that are out there right now, have ever successfully made it through animal testing without serious side effects and or death. The reason we have the coronavirus quote unquote vaccines that are out there now is because they created a situation where they made it appear is that no other viable alternatives existed and they they faked they 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 messed with the evidence that said there were no other viable alternatives when they other viable alternatives existed clearly they shut those down pretended there was nothing else they could do treated this like the worst pandemic we've ever seen in history so they could rush these vaccines through and skip all of the safety precautions, skip all of the necessary trials that needed to be done. I mean, the Moderna vaccine itself, took it was created in two days. We've had decades and decades of coronavirus Vaccine testing that have all been complete failures. How did they suddenly in two days get it right? That doesn't make any sense. And I mentioned Dr. Fauci before because he is a major stockholder in one of the companies that is putting out the vaccines. He stood to make millions and millions of dollars if we ignored everything else and rushed these vaccines out and and required everyone to have them. There is a pattern that the top people in in just about everything, government, big businesses, there is there's patterns showing that mm-hmm. all of them are working for nefarious plots or there's all these conspiracy theories and as we've stated before if if something says conspiracy theory, we might actually listen to it a little closer because right but 
but you can you can do your own research into this. It's all it is all out yes. there. Some of it is some of it is being hidden. Hidden. But you can still find and, and, and the thing is, if you have if you have person after person after person after person saying that there is a plot going on, that there is something, uh, and they all have these theories and whatnot, it can be overwhelming, but I think the fact that we need to realize is that there are people after people after people saying that there is something going on. Mm-hmm. And and I personally, so Scott, you have mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I've also seen it on two other um, uh, sites that I follow. Um, uh, one's a pastor, one's a one's a uh, prophecy guy. Um, but both of them have also mentioned how this vaccine messes with your genetics. Yeah. And that's a red flag for me. And that's another point I was going to get to is that this is not actually a vaccine. Mm -hmm. A vaccine, a true vaccine is a dead or weakened substance that they inject into your body. So your body learns how to fight it. This is not it. This is messing with your genetics. And I just found, I just found from 2015, I don't know how I was missing all this, but in 2015, an Israeli scientist came out. He was one of the gentlemen that was working uh, when they were, when, when when they broke the DNA code. He's one of the gentlemen that was working on this. Um, I can't find any information on him, so I won't clarify that. But what I did find was 30 different web pages with documented evidence suggesting something similar. But basically, in 2015, they came out and they talked about how they were using better and better uh, microscope technology atomic scopes, all these different things to really look into DNA. And this Israeli scientist discovered that, and I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not smart, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but needless to say, the, the, what holds the DNA together um, are these certain uh, proteins, different things like that. But when you, when you count them, when you count what, what's holding these things together, you get a number uh, associated with it, when you take those numbers, you spell out Yahweh's name. Wow. Literally. I did not know that. Literally in our DNA, if you follow the math, you it spells out Yahweh's name. He's, he, we, he is in our DNA. We as Christians know this. We who are chasing a relationship, we definitely know this. But when when the science also it says it's here mm-hmm. um it's harder to for for anyone to look at that and go okay well that's you know yes it, some people might say that's a coincidence but still it's very unique and it's interesting mm-hmm. if this vaccine is messing with our genetics if it's literally changing our dna yeah if it changes any of that stuff that says yahweh is in our dna Mm-hmm. Yahweh has signed his name in our DNA. If that gets changed, are we still then in the likeness of Yahweh? Mm-hmm. That's that's where I uh, I have a hard time. When you say you're messing with my genetics, well, my genetics are perfect right now because Yahweh is in my genetics. He, his name is literally mm-hmm. signed on my DNA. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, for that reason, this is the mark of the beast. Uh, because what they're trying to do is change us from human. They're trying to say, if you take this, you will no longer be human. And I get where they're coming from. And to be honest, I think that's where this is leading eventually. I, I, I have that suspicion. I'll say that at the very least. 
The reason I say this is a precursor to the Mark of the Beast, I think they're preparing us for it. I think they're gearing up towards something. They're getting us, as we can see with this, they've already, with this whole COVID situation, they created the problem knowing that they had a solution, quote unquote solution in mind. Uh, they're, I believe, when I say they, you can talk, the shadow, we've talked about this before. I believe there's a shadow government. I believe there's a group trying to lead us towards a one world government, trying to take over the world, all that kind of thing. Uh, they've been out there for millennia trying to put this together. And, but behind them, unwittingly, uh, they're, they're pawns to Satan. And behind him, there's Yahweh and his plans and Satan's working in line with what he wants. So please always keep in mind, I go back to God is in charge. What is his purpose in all of this? But, you know, what is Satan doing? What is this shadow government to think they're doing? I try to keep them all in line. And I try to recognize that the shadow government is not in charge. Satan is not in charge. God, Yahweh God, is ultimately in charge of all of this. Hallelujah. Awesome. But I try to keep in mind where they're going with this. Uh, as the watchman on the wall tries to keep uh, an eye on the horizon to see when the enemy's coming. Uh, I recognize God is my source. And when the enemy comes... I'm able to fight it. I'm able to successfully have victory. I still keep a watch mm -hmm. out for the enemy. And uh, as Brad said, if this is messing with your DNA, now I don't believe this particular virus is going to make you subhuman or, or alter you, make you a mutant, keep you from being mutant, uh, uh, a mutant, keep <laughs> you from being human altogether. Now, it might, and I could be wrong, but I do believe, as many doctors have attested to that are, that are being silenced, guys, we said it before, this is not a vaccine. It is not a dead virus stuck into your body so your body learns how to fight it. When that happens, your body learns how to fight it, and then after a period of months, it goes away. Uh, your body's resistance to this fades. If your DNA is being changed, that's permanent. Mm -hmm. Guys, there's no way back. If we find out in two years, three years, four years down the line that this is going to cause cancer in everyone who took it, guys, if this is causing a permanent uh, bone or, or muscle defect, if this causes a permanent rash or dryness of skin, anything, no matter what it is, if this causes a problem... There's no way to fix it. It is genetically embedded into your system. That's it. This is who you are from now on. That's the main reason I will not take this. Mm -hmm. I'm Again, I want to reemphasize, I didn't mean by that whole rant to say, if you take this, you're evil and you're ungodly. I just think if you take it, it's stupid. I, I, I just think that... What they've done is they have created a panic situation. Mm -hmm. They've got people scared to death, and they've created uh, a fight or flight reflex in all of us. And we're not—we're going to jump on the thing that we think is going to save us. Yeah. And so, all I want people to do is to just take a deep breath, 
mm-hmm. and think about it. Yeah. Don't let don't let your fight or flight reflexes, uh, don't let the adrenaline, don't let the fear, don't let that drive you to make a decision until you've been able to take a deep breath and just consider. Mm-hmm. And there's there is plenty of stuff out there. Don't listen to us because you know. It, yeah. But d- just do your own research. Test the spirits. It's what we're called mm-hmm. to do. Yes. And so that's that's just my only concern about this whole thing is when you tell me that you're messing with genetics. Yeah. I just I I need to take a deep breath and I need to I need to do my own research and 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 mm-hmm. think about. I need to be very gun shy. I don't want a government to come in place and say, you have to do this. Well, if you're telling me I have to do it, then that also should be a red flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, the government is not clear. I just watched a press conference from Biden and, and there's not clear information. If you do this and if you do that and if we do this and if we... Wear double masks, and if we do, maybe by July 4th, you can have a barbecue with a few people. No, give me clear mm-hmm. answers. And, and, and I honestly, I don't think I, Biden gave this presentation, and then I feel like he probably went, uh, the, the, as soon as he was done speaking, immediately one of the <laughs> One of the journalists there, Biden, are you ever going to answer our questions? He turns his back and walks away. He's not been talking to the press. I think, I think, I really do feel like he is, he is a puppet. He went out there. He was able to get through his whole, his whole speech, 26 minutes long. If it had been Trump, it probably would have been like three hours, (laughs) 26 minutes. And then he immediately turns his back and walks away. I think he was exhausted. I think he had to go probably lay down for the rest of the day. I think, I do think there is, I don't know what it is, but I do think his health is not the best. And I think he is a puppet that they put out there for a little bit to say whatever they need him to say. And then he goes and hides. Mm -hmm. And that really scares me because we need strong leadership in this country. We don't need a puppet. (laughs) And and to tie in with all of this, uh, two other points, and there, there's there's other points we can make on the virus itself and this whole fake vaccine and all of that kind of thing. But a couple other points to make is just what you said, Brad. Is some of the, the information's being hidden, information's being repressed, and this is one of the greatest pieces of evidence to me that they know what's going on. This is intentional because because the simple fact is. That certain places online are banning anything that is intellectually honest. Uh, they, I, in fact, in preparing for this over the last couple of weeks, I'm going back and going to websites and areas that I have saved and just to recheck my facts recheck my figures, verify things. So I'm not just, you know, making stuff up, you know, from poor memories. And guess what? They've all been taken down. Everything I save has been taken down uh, after, as soon as they can figure out it's there, they're taking it down. And what do we get? A notice that says, this has violated the terms of service mm-hmm. by wherever they are. And I've seen the original 
the uh, original video, it was not violent. It was not vulgar. It was not disgusting. It was just intellectually honest. And it was, if there's no discourse, if there's no ability to have an honest conversation, that scares me because it means someone's manipulating what's going on. Well, and we're still, in this country at least, we should be still entitled to our opinion. So we should still be able to say, if I'm if I'm on YouTube and I'm inciting a riot and I'm saying, let's go, you know, uh, kill this person or do this or what, then yeah, take me down. But if I'm mm-hmm. on, if I'm on YouTube speaking my mind, if this podcast gets to YouTube and they don't like the things that we're saying and it gets taken down, that, that, that's, uh, not what, what is allowed in this country. It just plain mm-hmm. and simple is not allowed in this country to do that, but they are doing it and they are doing other little nefarious things too. Um, you can, um, some people have been reporting that, uh, their likes are disappearing. Some YouTube channels mm-hmm. are saying that they'll have 5,000 likes and then an hour later they'll check it again and they're down to like 500 likes. Yeah. And, and so what happened? Um, you know, they'll, they'll ask YouTube and YouTube will, will give them an excuse or say something. Um, but that's quite the difference in mm-hmm. an hour. And, and, uh, even like comments and whatnot, um, some are disappearing. Some are, you know, uh, I don't know. There, there is there is stuff going on, and it seems like it's going on. This is this is the crazy thing. It feels like it's going on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out some stuff uh, today that I'm not even going to discuss because I have not done any of my own research on it yet. But another organization that I used to trust, now I'm suddenly questioning them. Uh, you know, it's just it's just crazy in our in our government, in our big businesses, in in all of these things. There is stuff going on, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's in a way it's exciting because it's I I know why it's happening. I know right. I know that this means that we're we're heating up. Um, I'm not afraid for things to heat up because I know ultimately what happens, and I'm okay with God coming in and taking over because. He, God knows we need it. <laughs> yes. No, definitely. Hallelujah. Yahweh, come. Let your kingdom come. And, and, and again, I've said it before. I want none of this to be spoken in fear or terror or just panic. Oh, no, here they come. It needs to be with the sobering thought of a soldier who says, I'm doing my duty. Uh, we have the victory. But that doesn't mean we're supposed to roll over and be sipping margaritas on the beach while the fight is going on. God's over here going, I'm your king. I'm your general. You're my soldier. Do what I say. You are needed for the battle. We are to be obedient. Uh, and in obedience, as, as we said before, military intelligence is vital and important. Uh, it, it saves lives. It helps your army. If you know what the enemy's doing, that's what this is all about. That's why there's going to be so much deception. Because mm-hmm. we, 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 have, we have a book that tells us exactly what happens in its absolute truth. But we have to do everything. Uh, they have to do everything they can to, to create distraction and deception from that. Because if, if we go into battle and we know that we're going to win, 
Mm-hmm. That makes us stronger. Yes. I, I mean, we, we, when we, if you were to go into a battle, but you know that ultimately you're going to win it, then there's no fear. There's no, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to be strong and, and, and you're going to go for it. That's why there's got to be this great deception. And it's, it's just, I, I don't, I'm, I, I feel like sometimes I'm outside the deception looking at it. And I'm just like, it's the deception. It's amazing. It's powerful. It's magic. It's wizardry. It's whatever. But when I am looking at it from the outside, I'm brokenhearted for one because I can't con- the people that I can't convince that there is a deception, and, and it's right there. And I, I, it's like I can see it clearly. Why can't you? And it breaks my heart. Um, but also, it's like I, I just want to. I just want to rejoice and thank God that He put me in a position to be outside of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I can see everything clearly. I just can go. I just can look at a situation and go. There's a deception here, or there's something not right. That's right. <laughs> you know, I don't see the full plan. I don't see exactly what's going on. But I can look at it and go, no, there's something with that, and so I can investigate it. And I just, Yahweh, thank you, <laughs> thank yeah. you for putting me in a position where I can do that because. I don't want to be lost. I want to be Yahweh's. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to be in that kingdom, and so, mm-hmm. yes, thank you, Yahweh. Absolutely, yeah. Always, always, thank you, Yahweh, for all that's. In fact, it is getting off on a little tangent here, but I, I think we've said it before. If we haven't, shame on us. But praise Him. Praise Him in the trials. Mm-hmm. Use the difficulties in your life. To stop and go, I still thank you. I still love you. I still praise you in the middle of all of this because that it truly touches his heart. Like we will never, we will not be able to do for the rest of eternity. And as Brad said, we're kind of testing a new mic situation. And for a brief <laughs> time there, I had a cat between me and the mic. And so my mic, my voice might suddenly be muffled. Yes, the uh, pod catsters are <laughs> yes. showing up. But I said before, there were a couple other things that go hand in hand with this. The other thing is the the theft of the U.S. government, uh, the successful coup attempt. Uh, I've been seeing that there's just the evidence is pouring out. Uh, the actual tangible evidence, not just the guesswork, not just the assumptions, but the actual proof is just continues to pour out. That not only did Trump win, he won by a landslide. And this is why all the states that shut down suddenly and had to do massive recounts and checks did so because it overwhelmed their systems just how much Trump was winning. And they had to make last second adjustments to keep that from happening. And I I truly believe it's not going to be switched, but I believe the further it goes... Uh, the the more one of two things is going to happen. Uh, either if it's actually proved so the world can see it and the world has to acknowledge it, there's going to be just war because the other side's not going to give it up. And, and, and if the two sides basically say, we're both right and we're, we're taking this, there's going to be war. The other... The other side is that people just give up and just say, whatever, we can't fight it, you win. And and it's never – I don't think there's a peaceful solution where where the right side comes out on top in this. And 
The reason I bring that up is just to emphasize that Satan's plan is no longer subtle. He's, he's stepping it up. We're getting to the, the birth pangs are increasing. We're getting to the point where this child is coming. Satan knows his time is short. And we're getting to the point where it, it's just going to keep increasing. His plan is coming to fruition. They're no longer behind the scenes, sneakily setting things up. They're starting to move on all fronts. And again, I don't say this with fear in mind. I say this to, to encourage those of you who are in Jesus and those of you who have him in your hearts, those who are looking forward to his day coming, those who are looking forward to the conquering king taking his place and setting up his kingdom on the earth. Awesome. Hallelujah. And as we've said before, death, where is thy sting? If, if I die tomorrow from a bullet in the head, if I die tomorrow from a sudden heart attack, uh, if I die 80 years later in my bed peacefully, we all still die. I don't care about that. The, the manner of my death is irrelevant. The fact that I'm going to die is certain. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Paul said to live is Christ. To die is gain. Guys, death we should look on as nothing, as pointless. We should laugh at it. The circumstances around this life, uh, yeah, they're going to be, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a heartache to see so many people lose and so many people suffer. But death in and of itself, we should be at the point where we're saying, who really cares? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, Brad, do you, do you agree? What's the who, death is nothing. It's it's not it's not even an issue. Right now is is the hard part. When Paul says to live is Christ. Well, think about how Christ lived. Yeah, exactly. Uh and that's true. That's you know, right now is is the hard part. <laughs> so so yes, I celebrate I celebrate and I praise God that someday, whether it be because I'm taken or whether it be because I had to go through something or because I just die naturally or whatever it might be, I just thank God that it's going to happen. And then as I've talked about in my, this really stood out to me in my, in my studies of Revelation, but talking about the ever and ever, I get to be with mm -hmm. him ever and ever. They put a, they put an emphasis on the fact that it's not just forever, it's ever and ever. And I just, I really do think that that's, uh, that's really cool. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, the yeah. more I think about that, I just like that expression too. Ever. And in addition to that, ever. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You know, I ever since ever since that study, I, I I've really kind of struggled with well, what does that mean? I know when the Bible repeats something, uh, it's it's trying to say, listen, pay attention. This is important. Um, sometimes it's important because you really need to pay attention. It's it, it's it's a serious matter. Or sometimes, in this case, I think it's a way of saying, this is great. It's so mm -hmm. great, 
uh, you know, we're yeah. going to say it again. And I think a lot of times it's because God knows. If he says it just once, we can, okay, all right, uh-huh, uh-huh. If he repeats himself, <laughs> we go, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of missed it the first time. It's just that important. And I've noticed this, I, I like I've said before, I listen to our own podcast from time to time to uh, find out where, you know, it sounds wrong. Maybe I can improve the quality, you know, that kind of thing. Also, just to remember certain things. The truth and is you miss me during the week and you want to right. hear my voice. That's okay. You, you know, but, but I've noticed as I listen to myself, I repeat myself frequently. And it's something my son has called me out on. And I think this is one of the reasons, because I learned this at a young age, that God repeats himself when it's important. And that I have found from experience, you'll say like, okay, I want you to take out the trash. Okay. And you walk off. Trash is not taken out when you come back. What happened? I told you, you did not. (laughs) What? You even acknowledged me. No, I didn't. You know, if you go take out the trash. Okay. Now you're going to take out the trash. Yeah, I'm going to take out trash. What did I just say? You said to take out the trash. Okay. Now it's going to happen. Uh, I think God treats us the same way. We're kids. We're little kids. And God is aware of that. And like like you said, when he repeats himself, pay close attention. He doesn't want it missed. Absolutely. Now, I've got a couple other things to throw in here, Brad, but I don't want to... By the way, I just thank you, listener, for allowing uh, Brad and I to just kind of clarify that and just discuss it a little more. I understand last time. Again, I'm not apologizing. My emotion kind of just spilled out, but it was kind of haphazard, random shotgun thoughts coming out. Thank you for the chance to just let us just go back and clarify some things. But Brad, uh, is there anything else you want to say before I throw a couple other thoughts out there? Just something that I thought was kind of cool recently. Um, I've mentioned in a few podcasts now, so really quickly, um, a lot of nights my wife goes to bed uh, sooner than I do. Uh, She still kind of wants me up there with her, so I've been getting kind of in this uh, kick of watching documentaries or because I'm also trying to get rid of distractions in my life. So I'm not aimlessly looking at Facebook on my phone. I'm not. I'm trying to do something that's going to help me grow a little bit. But uh, anyway, I'm still kind of in this documentary kick and uh, watched one uh, the other night called uh, The Days of Noah. And as far as I can tell, it's going to be a four-part series. I don't know if uh, three and four are out there, only one and two I was able to find. But uh, And we'll take this with a grain of salt, or I'm taking this as a grain of salt right now because I haven't done my own research I like to watch these documentaries and then actually read the verses and, and do all that stuff. So uh, just to cement it in my head that, that yeah, that's that sounds right. That's truth. Testing those spirits. Um, but they suggested in uh, that there was a, and I can't remember the year now, but um, about 100 years ago there was, uh, actually more than that now. Gosh, we're in 20 20- 21 <laughs> more than 100 years ago more like almost 200 years ago um but they were suggesting that uh uh people had done the research they they cracked the daniel 70 week code they'd done all this stuff and they were flabbergasted to find out that within their lifetime jesus was coming back and they were so excited and the year came and then the next year january 1st came and it hadn't happened and much like much like has happened 
in many decades, including like the 70s when there was this big uh, Jesus revival and whatnot, they were disappointed. They, mm-hmm. they, they, in, in the in this documentary, they 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 dramatize it by showing the guys who figured this out. They were just walking through, uh, like, uh, like cornstalk or whatever it was, and they're just they're just walking aimlessly. Like, how did we get it wrong? We were so excited, we were so excited, and then they 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 uh, they show them coming to the conclusion that they they had it wrong from the beginning because they were using the word sanctuary. And when you when you use the word sanctuary, you're actually referring to heaven, and that made them realize that something did happen, but it happened in heaven. It didn't happen here, not quite yet. Anyway, like I said, I haven't verified any of this myself, and I don't know if I even could because <laughs> if it happened in heaven, I won't be able to say yes, that did happen or not. But what they suggested was that the high priest Jesus was. Uh, on that day or in that year, he he entered, uh, and, and I'm not going to go into all of it right now, but the Day of Atonement, the high priest goes into uh, the holy place. Uh, he he is offering up, uh, you know, he's, he's the sins of the nation, the sins of the people. He's letting that off uh, in, in multiple ways. But they were suggesting that that was when Jesus entered the holy place. And this is the spot before the Holy of Holies. So this is where the the golden candlesticks are. It's where the, the incense are rising up, the prayers, the prayers are rising up to God in heaven, all that kind of stuff. It's in this room, the room before you would go into the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant is. But anyway, they they dramatize this by explaining that right now. Uh, we have a very limited time before he enters the Holy of Holies. Right now, he's he's atoning mm-hmm. for all of our sins. And we have very little time before he's going to enter the Holy of Holies. And then, of course, the coming will come. But that means that right now, he is experiencing every pain of every person, every tear, every hurt, every... Every handicap, every everything that we experience, he's experiencing all of it from every person ever because he's atoning for it right now. And just the, the that imagery of him right now experiencing every time that even in just my own life, if I think about every time that I was crying and upset and hurt and miserable and depressed and anxious mm-hmm. and all that, even in just my my lifetime, that's overwhelming. Yeah. But for every person ever experiencing everything that they were going through, and like I said, I don't know if that's if that's it or not. But just that image, and it just makes it just makes me Yeshua. <laughs> Thank you, Yeshua. I mean, you're doing this for us, and we don't deserve it. It's the thing that always comes back. We don't deserve it, but He's doing it for us, and. It just goes to show that he's not distant from us. He is he is experiencing everything that we are going through. Every time we're crying, he's crying with us. Every time that we hurt ourselves, he is hurting in pain with us. Mm-hmm. It's just just the imagery of that. Uh, I appreciate it. I, I you know it's really easy. It's really easy to say, okay, yep, yeah, he 
He was on the cross. He died for our sins and, and just move on. But it doesn't stop. He's continually, continually washing us from our sins. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. And that just to me is just amazing. And, and so I appreciate them, even if, even if their information is not perfect truth or not correct. I still appreciate that, that reminding me that yes, He's continually with us. He's continually going through things that we're going through, and and he and he wants to do it. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. the big thing. He wants to do it for us, even though, even though we don't deserve it by any means. Um, so anyway, I thought that Brilliant. was I thought that was important and pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I'm interested in hearing more from from you on on this too because. Uh, um, I'll say kind of along those lines, uh, you recently introduced me, and we've talked about it before, it's the uh, uh, Patterns of Evidence Patterns of Evidence series, and I'm I'm on, I just finished disc three, essentially, of a four-part series. It's not technical, I call it a four-part series, but it's, uh, uh, it's four discs, and, and you've mentioned this before, Brad, it's a gentleman who wanted to discuss the Red Sea Crossing and how it did it really happen? Where it happened? All that kind of thing was forced to go back, and before he did that, determine could the Exodus have even happened? And then he had to determine uh, could Moses have actually written uh, the Torah? Because he was being challenged. Mm-hmm. You know, he was telling people, "I'm going to do this documentary on the Red Sea crossing. I'm excited about it." And then people would suggest things to him, like, "Well, you you you, you realize that it couldn't have actually happened because." The Israelites right. were never in Egypt. Like they, yeah. they, he, he kept getting all these scholars and people, and and he's like, well, okay, I got to go answer that question before I can even do the one right. I want to do. So it turned into a four part series, but uh, so that's why I call it that. But but yeah, I I, I really appreciate that. And I, I encourage everyone to check it out if you can. Patterns of evi- patterns of evidence. The Exodus. The, the Exodus is the first one, and then patterns of evidence. The Moses controversy. And then Patterns of Evidence, uh, it's a two-parter, uh, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 1 and 2. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but it's really fascinating. So I'd be interested to see what else you've got there. But uh, a couple things that, that hit me this week that I want to share, if nothing else, to get off of the whole COVID thing. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about – now Now we've mentioned before, uh, no man knows the day or the hour. And we've discussed a little bit about what that could mean and things like that. But uh, we do know the season. And we are to see, you know, that the time is drawing short. We are to see that that the day and the hour is almost upon us. We might not know exactly when it's happening, but we do see it's coming. And as a way of example, Yahweh gave us... uh, our times, our months, our patterns. And we've talked about this before. Tishri 1 is the Feast of Trumpets. It is the only feast that happens on a day and an hour that no man knows. And we've discussed this in other podcasts. I'm not going to get into great detail here. But you do not know exactly when that feast is going to start. However, you do know that the month before it is wrapping up. You do know... You see the signs. The The month begins with the sliver of the new moon, and it has to be spotted in Jerusalem uh, 
certain atmospheric conditions have to be in place in order to even see the new moon and et cetera, et cetera. But you do see through the whole month, you get to a full moon and then the moon starts to wane and you know you're getting closer because we're, we're every day you see, oh, the moon is waning even further. We're getting closer to that moment and you have to prepare for it. Because God is fair. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to say, okay, today's the day. Right. You know, he's, he, 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 first of all, Genesis says they were put up, the, the stars and the heavenly bodies were put up there for signs, uh, uh, for seasons, you know, so we would know. He doesn't do, he, it shouldn't come as a surprise to any Christian. Yeah. Uh, when it happens, it just, it shouldn't be a surprise. So along those lines, someone was, I, I was researching some other things for Genesis and someone mentioned, Hebrews 10:25 And you shall not forsake our assemblies like that which is the custom of some but each of you shine all the more as you see the day come near. And it was just talking about how uh we should keep working. We should we should encourage each other. We should stay with each other. Guys, this that we're doing now, this podcast, it's not just me and Brad assembling together. It's you. It's you and us encouraging each other uh you're listening for the encouragement for for yahweh to shine through in you we're we're supporting you you're supporting us we need to increase helping each other out being there for all of us assembling together worship not just worshiping together not just come together on sunday then scatter i mean we need to assemble together we need to be there for each other always even more And I'd never thought about it this way. It says right here, all the more as you see the day come near, which says what? We will see the day come near. And I'd never connected that before. It says right there in that verse, as you see the day come near. I'm doing it again. I'm repeating myself. I'm (laughs) saying here here I am doing it. I just said I do it. Uh, Guys, we obviously are going to see it coming if we're looking. That's really cool. Yeah. You read that verse the first time and I, I didn't quite catch that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's essentially he pointed that out to this guy I was listening to uh, just made that connection. You will see the day come near. It's not going to be hidden from you. We might not know the moment but we will see it coming. For everyone who just says, oh, it could happen at any time. No, that's wrong. We are going to see it draw near. We are going to see the signs. We're going to see the seasons. We're going to know it's almost upon us. Well, the pattern of God suggests that he is fair and just. So for him to just suddenly change his character, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. So for him to just suddenly wake up one day and say, I think today's the day. Yeah, Yeah, as if he's going, sure, why not? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I said I was going to do it. Might as well make it today. No, no. He, yeah. There's a perfect, his creation has been perfectly created. Every little aspect down to the smallest little molecule that we don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Everything is working out perfect because he created it. So, of course, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to be able to to see it. That's why that's why I keep t- saying about distractions and deceptions. We got to we got to take a deep breath. Right. We got to get rid of the distractions. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I've been trying to do that. I'm trying to practice what I preach, Brad. I'm, and 
it's been fairly successful. There are some things I do, you know, miss, and occasionally I do kind of uh, watch a movie or do something here or there. But for the most part, I've gotten rid of pretty much every distraction uh, in my life except for family. Family I'll never get rid of, but <laughs> I want yeah. them with me on my journey. But uh, but and just and from my own personal experience, I can tell you I am seeing things. I, uh, and like I mentioned, the deceptions, I I can see the deception. I may not understand the whole idea behind it, but I can at least judge it for what it is and investigate it. And that, that's all I'm suggesting um, yeah. is that we have to we have to quiet our quiet our surroundings, take deep breaths, talk to God. What what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. What's going on? How can I help? others that's the big thing too is is uh i don't want to say i'm i'm definitely not perfect i'm guilty of being very very selfish for most of my life um and i still am i I haven't fully broken it but getting rid of the distractions and the deceptions and really looking at the heart of the matter there's so much selfishness around us oh yeah and so that's and within us with and within us and that's that's kind of where I'm at right now too. I've gotten rid of these deceptions. I'm seeing things. So once again, it's it, it's I'm looking out. How can I help others? I'm trying to uh, trying to fight the selfishness within myself. Yeah. And I have to say, it's not it's not always easy. I grew up in a. <laughs> Is it ever easy? <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, but I grew up in a society where it's just very me me me, very mm-hmm. now now now. Um, yeah. I really believe we've just come out, and and Brad's not there yet in the the Revelation study, but I believe the this is a personal thing. Uh, I don't want to bias Brad's study, and and I want to let him go where he wants. But I believe the churches in Revelations two through three are in order for a reason, and one of the reasons is they they represent the church age from the time of Jesus to the end days, and I believe Laodicea is last for a reason. And the people there were just, they thought they had it all. Mm-hmm. They were just, they felt, and God tells them, don't you get it? No, you're not. You're blind. You're poor. Yep. You need to, you think you've got everything you need and you're done. And I think, especially in the United States of America, we're coming out of that. We were just, uh, I've got it. I've got it all. I'm good. I'm, I'm wealthy. I'm rich in every way. God has blessed me. I'm good right here. And God has just been saying, no. No, you're not. Don't don't you get what real wealth is? You're nowhere near it. Um, but uh, another thing I want to mention there, and Brad, you you mentioned about family. You're not getting rid of that. Uh, recently, I, I know we've talked about. I I've lifted up Toby Mac on this podcast before. I just felt, for whatever reason, I just wrote to him. And I have no idea if he got it or not, but I just wrote and I just told him what I felt about situations that have happened to him lately and how much it hurt me hearing that and and just going. And I said, you know, because Toby, you're my brother. You're my family. You are. Uh, you, I, you know, he, he's family to me because of what he's given. The, the, the blood, the sweat, the tears he has poured out. Uh, because of his love for Jesus for us. And I, he is. And, and guys, I hope that everyone listening 
feels that we're family in the same way. Because we recognize you, if you are our brother and our sister in Yeshua, you are family. And in the same way, Brad talks about family. You know, he doesn't want to give up his wife. I talk about family. My wife, my son, you know, our, our, our in-laws are, our, you know, the, we, that, yes, that's family. But guys, when we talk about family, we hope you know that means you too. Absolutely. I've been I've been encouraged because as I mentioned I put that I, I put the new logo and and I promoted it on Facebook trying to get it some attention and and there's uh, last time I checked um, I can't remember like twelve likes or something like that but I I go in and I, I look at all these people that have been liking it and I'm just amazed I mean every, we kind of talked about it in the conversation last time that we're all kind of the stars of our own movie. Yeah. And everyone else is just a co-star in our movie. But looking into these people and, and realizing, of course, these are people. They're, they have lives. They have things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them, um, one of them is fighting cancer. Um, one of them had lost somebody. It said that they were widowed. You know, it's just, I, I'm, I, I'm seeing that. And I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling that with you because it's true. You, you are a family and I may not have even known you existed mere moments ago, but now I do. And, and, uh, I, I, I've been appreciating that. Um, I, I guess I don't know what else to say about that. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing that you are a real person and I'm appreciating you and what you've gone through. And then understanding that, you know, we are very similar. We are family. And mm-hmm. once again, what you've been going through, what you've been upset about, what you've been sad about, what you've been hurting, Jesus is also going through it with you. So, yeah, we're all we're all family and we're all because we're all his. And that's I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, something else I want to make sure I get in before we're, we're probably getting close to wrapping this up, but. Uh, I hate to just break from that, but I want to make sure I get this in here. First uh, Thessalonians four sixteen through eighteen. Uh, again, I speak from the Hebraic roots version. Uh, if you don't know that by now, uh, because our Adon, uh, which King James says our Lord, that's a good translation, because our Adon, with a command and with the voice of the chief angel. And with the trumpet of Eloah will descend from heaven and the dead who are in the Messiah will rise up first. And then we who remain, who are living, will be caught up with them as one in the clouds for the meeting of our Adon in the air. And thus we will always be with our Adon. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, something I want to mention about that. This, this is a picture of the rapture and the, the dead in Christ rising first and then those who are alive, then them going up and meeting all together. What was going on is members of the congregation of the Thessalonians had died. They'd been murdered. They'd been martyred. And he's telling them to comfort one another with these words. Now, think about that. They should have been comforted. They obviously were not going to be part of the rapture. 
Guys, we should all be comforted with these words, but everyone through history for the last 2,000 years who have heard this, are most, almost all of them did not go through or will not go through the rapture, and yet we're all to be comforted. Why? Because this is not saying comfort each other with the fact that you will be raptured. It's comfort each other because we're all going to be together. Those who have died before us, those who have been martyred, or those who simply died of old age that we love, that we're going to miss. He's saying comfort each other with these words because the ultimate uh, goal, the ultimate ending of all of this is we're all going to be together with him. The comfort each other with these words is not, don't worry, the rapture's going to take you before anything bad happens. The ultimate comfort is when all goes wrong and you're murdered, you die, whatever, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. We're all going to be with him. That's the comfort here. Guys, be comforted because we're all going to see each other again and we are going to be one with the Messiah. The believers at, at, at Thessalonica, uh, the, the Thessalonians that he was talking to, they're all dead. They didn't see the rapture, but they were still to be comforted as you and I are. We're none of... <laughs> Every one of us is going to see the rapture. Most of us are just going to see it from the other side. We're not going to see it from earth. We're going to see it from heaven as it happens. Yeah, the vast majority. Yeah. If you consider all the people who have mm -hmm. been. So as as Brad has mentioned before, his, his mother's recently passed and his grandmother's recently passed. And he mentioned talking to it and comforting his his mother with the words that, you know, time doesn't exist the same way. If Brad lives another 40 years, she's going to walk into heaven, meet her Messiah, and he's going to turn around and say, now look behind you. And Brad's going to be right behind her because time doesn't work that way. He was comforting her with these words. I mean, th it's the same thing. Comfort each other with these words. You were comforting your mother with the fact that, mom, we're going to be together mm -hmm. and we're both going to be with the Messiah uh, because she was going to miss you. She, she was saying, I, I, I don't want to be separated from you for that long. Like, guys, the rapture is going to happen. I believe in the rapture. I've talked about the timing of the rapture before. We've discussed that. I'm not going to get into it here. Our focus should not be the rapture is going to save us. Our focus should always be on the Messiah who saves us. That's that's no matter how we die, whether you, uh, like I've said before, whether you die because you get in a car accident or whether you are taken with the rapture, the result is exactly the same. Comfort each other with these words that we're all going to be together with the Messiah. <laughs> Comfort these words with the gospel. Yes, because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh. I was feeling I, I, you. You you were talking there, and man, I just I really <laughs> felt it. I got the got the goose flesh because you just comforted me. I mean, well, cool. That's, I hope that <laughs> I hope that's comforting others who are going through some stuff too. I, I I love getting those reminders. I know this stuff, Scott. Uh -huh. I know it, but I love when you get those reminders and you feel that 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 sensation. You're like, yes, that's right. It's encouraging. It's comforting, and. 
I love that. I, 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 a while back, I discovered that uh, the word comforter wasn't really what you think it was. It wasn't like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take care of all your needs and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, make sure you're okay. Um, you know, I'll, I'll hold you. You can cry on my shoulder. It's not really that. It's really, I'm going to get right in there with you and go through the emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be right here with you going through this. Mm-hmm. You're still going through it. Yeah. But I'm right here with you going through it. And it kind of reminds me of what we recently talked about, fortress. Uh, the word fortress uh, and in one of our other studies, and I forget exactly which one, but just the fact that God is our fortress. God is our comforter. Guys, we wouldn't need that if everything was perfect. Yep. We wouldn't need a comforter. We'd still have a friend. We'd still have someone we could hang out with, a buddy, uh, even a king, uh, 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 a lover, uh, a family member. We, we'd still, all of that would work, but we wouldn't need a comforter unless there was garbage going on. And sometimes we think of Jesus as our fortress. Jesus as our comforter, which means... Nothing bad is going to happen. We're just going to live uh, tanning ourselves on the beach, uh, uh, drinking our drinks and relaxing and everything's going to be wonderful and nothing's going to hurt us. And God is saying, no, no, no. The fortress exists to protect you in the war. A comforter exists because you're going to have sorrow. You're going to have pain. And like Brad said, he is not just uh, uh, snuggling up next to you and, and saying everything's wonderful while we sit here and watch our movie together. He is crying with you. He is in the battle with you. He is holding on to you just passionately and intensely. Uh, he is a comforter says, you have pain. I hurt too. I am going to, I'm going to do what I can to make it better right here with you. The fortress, the stronghold is there in the midst of suffering, in the midst of calamity, in the midst of the battle. We wouldn't need a fortress if there was no battle. Uh, it's, yeah. It's all kind of along the same lines. We need to recognize there is a battle and, and be ready for it. Yeah. It's awesome that Jesus is our comforter in the middle of that. It's wonderful that he set that fortress up for us. But we can't treat that as, 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 as like Brad said, we get the wrong idea of what a comforter is sometimes to our detriment, to our suffering because of that. When we don't recognize the battle exists, we wade right into it. Yeah. Did I get off on a mini rant there? Sorry. <laughs> Good rants. Good rants. <laughs> um, we we are this one is running particularly long and Oh, how long we've we been going? About an hour, eighteen minutes. Holy cow, I did not realize. <laughs> Which is good because I do feel like a lot of this has been very value added. Uh, but I didn't know if we should if, if there's any other point you we should probably start wrapping up. Um No, I feel like I pretty much hit uh, everything, uh, I, I suppose, no, 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 I'll just, I'll just end it there. I don't want to accidentally start off on something that's going to start a whole new conversation and, and, and I don't want to throw just a random little bullet point out there that has no connection to anything anyway. Well, as I have frequently said lately, 
That just gives us a reason to do, to do another one of these conversations. That's things. right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think, and I do think that's a good spot too, to just say, you know, Jesus obviously loves you, but more than that, he comforts you. And more than that, he's experiencing everything uh, that you've experienced. Mm-hmm. So he can, he can uh, definitely sympathize. <laughs> um, and once again, he's doing it because he wants to. Uh, because he finds he finds us worthy, even though we're not and we don't deserve it. So I'll just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for all of this. And oh, thank yes. you for thank wanting you. us and for, for not giving up on us. Because if it was up to us, <laughs> we would have given up on you. And that that's the harsh reality. But luckily it wasn't up to us. You're there with us and you want us. Thank you. We love you. We give you respect and glory. As always, this is Brad. And this is Scott hoping that this mic situation worked out and we didn't do an hour, 20 minutes for nothing. (laughs) And this has been Not About Us.